The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Figures from the HSE have revealed that 783 teens in Ireland have been diagnosed with STIs, sexually transmitted infections. Uh, That's in one year, this year, including two children who are under 14. Now, the most common STI in Ireland this year was chlamydia, with 4,311 cases, followed by gonorrhea, with 2,326 cases. Uh, Are these figures alarming? Uh, Well, to tell us, I'm joined by Dr. Ashling Loy, consultant of Sexual Health and HIV Care in Genitourinary Medicine at St. James Hospital. Uh, Dr. Ashley Lloyd, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Pat. Should we be alarmed? Is this a major increase? Is something happening that we did not expect? So this data is from the HPSC website and they do, it's it's very up to date in that they do weekly reports. However, it's preliminary data, so it gets cleaned up at the end of the year and it's in the early part of next year that we'll get the cleaned up data. However, it definitely is alarming because um, before it's cleaned up, it's still, it still is indicative that we are seeing a big rise. So to give you an indication, last year for the total with cleaned up data from 2022 in that age category, we had approximately 950 cases. So we're already on track to see maybe at least 100% increase. So this, this is year. A, to the end of April, is so it? To the end, so we're third way through the year and um, we're at 700 and, and 950 for the whole for of last year. For the whole year. of last year. So even when you take out maybe some duplicate cases, some because some patients might go to their GP and then be referred into a special clinic and they might be twice reported and all of that data gets cleaned up. There will be a slight drop, but not a huge drop. So what is it telling you? I mean, when you look at the data, so if you just look at the cleaned up data from 2022, already there was huge increases in in that specific age category. When we look at the 15 to 19 age group, what is driving it is gonorrhea. Um, Traditionally in that age category, it was chlamydia, but actually that had gone down 6% in females, I think around 9% in young men. So that um, traditionally sort of the, the prominent STI that we saw in that group, the chlamydia, has decreased, but there's been a huge increase in gonorrhea in that group. Um, how easy is it to be infected by these conditions? So this is the thing that's kind of emerging in, in our field, that traditionally we thought of these as being sexually transmitted by, say, penis to vagina, um, that it would be traditional sexual routes of transmission. However... What has been shown in the last few years coming out of research from the Melbourne group who've looked at uh, MSM community, that's the men who have sex with men community there, the amount of gonorrhea they were seeing in the community there didn't, wasn't fully explained by only penile to 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 or oral oral pharyngeal or anal cavities, so it didn't explain the the amount of gonorrhea they were seeing that it could only be transmitted that way. So they did these mathematical modelling studies, and it came up with the answer that we actually now believe that gonorrhea is being transmitted via saliva, so by deep kissing or oral sex. And that is what we think is happening now in this young group, that it's not all penetrative sex um, in the traditional sense, that there's a lot more being passed on from reservoirs of infection mm. in the oropharynx. Um, do you think that uh, younger people then uh, are aware of the dangers of, if you like, standard sexual infection, but don't think that this deep kissing is relevant. So they think they're being careful, I but think, in fact they're putting themselves yeah, in harm's way. I think way. there is an element of that, but I think there's also an element of 
more what I call performative sex happening in that age group with a lot more pornification in that group. Um, so we'll see, you know, patients um, just describing a lot more sort of adventurous sexual activities that we wouldn't have traditionally seen in younger age groups. So I think now young people have access um, 24-7 to what would have been traditionally sort of top shelf um, sexually explicit material that they wouldn't have seen. And this has been shown to change their repertoire for sexual activities. So they might now engage in more risky practices that they maybe don't see as high risk. So um, oral sex, um, I'll hear, you know, lots of kissing and lots of um, changing of partners, more multiple partners, younger age of sexual debut. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of change in sexual behaviours in that young group that maybe, yes, when it comes to penetrative sex, they're not having as much of that, um, but maybe more of the others, other type of sex. Now, there, there are other things going on that uh, I hadn't been aware of until I started to investigate. And this is um, stuff on TikTok that people then want to copy. Well, I... And, and I mean, it's, it's not <laughs> yeah. it's not like obscene stuff that they're saying, but like you, you line up a, a row of people and you kiss them all. Yeah. So I think this is something I've heard reported um, from other parents who have slightly older children who are going to teenage discos. My kids aren't at that exact age yet. Um, whereby, you know, it'll be a Snapchat thing where young people will um, compete against each other to have the most snogs in a night and there'll be maybe two guys queuing or standing and maybe a queue of girls and and they wouldn't traditionally think of that as a way of getting STIs um, but it is, it is um, we're now seeing data coming out from Melbourne and now emerging in our own group where we're seeing this huge rise in gonorrhea which we are starting to realise can be passed on via saliva mm. so that deep penetrative kissing, oral sex um, and so on can transmit um, this infection and that might go somewhere to explain this increase in STIs in that group. Now, um, time was when, you know, syphilis, if you get syphilis, you're, you're dead or you go blind or whatever. Um, gonorrhea was also mentioned in the frame of classic uh, sexually transmitted uh, diseases. Um, then herpes came along and people were terrified of herpes. And then HIV came along and people said, oh, sure, herpes is nothing. HIV is the one mm-hmm. you have to worry about. Now, of course, um, there are therapies for HIV and there's a vaccine uh, for HIV. So is the fear of sexually transmitted disease absent now in many cohorts? So there's no vaccine as yet for HIV. No, but it's it's a prophylactic, I should have said. Yes, you can take the pre-exposure prophylaxis um, to prevent HIV. So the fear of STIs, is it gone? I mean... Certainly, we're seeing still a big increase in especially our MSM community on the prophylaxis because now with that, there's less condom use and we're still seeing a a driving force behind it um, of of less condom use. We know fundamentally that that will lead to increases in STIs. Um, And traditionally now, the big fear has gone of getting something that is um, uncurable like HIV. So that is a driving force in certain demographics. But in the young community, I don't think that that is, that is still the, that's a thought process. I think it's a lack of education. Um, and where there's that vacuum, um, it will be filled by, you know, they have access to anything they want in their pockets now 24-7. So that will be the way they get educated. Is there any um, 
evidence about uh, women being reluctant to insist upon condom use. Yeah, well, young young women will report to us that we have this young um, cohort that come to our young persons clinic, and and there's definitely um, an issue with regards to feeling the ability to to insist on 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 using on the man using condoms. So. Um, it's something we try to empower young women to insist on using and young men to, to carry with them. But it definitely is a driving force as well to this increase in STIs. Um, many young people now are more concerned about getting pregnant than they are about getting an STI. So, And they don't think about traditional ways, like, for instance, oral sex is passing it on. Um, finally, I should ask you about other age cohorts. Are there any alarming uh, increases in other age groups? So the age, it's increased across all age categories. So last year we had an overall 25% increase in STIs in 2022 with the cleaned up data and a huge increase in gonorrhea. Now, I would say that a lot of that is down to, well, in the chlamydia increase, it's down to access to testing. So and this is to be, it's a great point um, that now we have free online testing so people can order it. And that young category, that 15 to 19 year old now who maybe not didn't feel empowered to go to their GP, who were a bit embarrassed or didn't have the means to get a bus to Dublin and go to a confidential STI clinic, now can at home order. So that would drive some increase in in these infection rates being um, up, but it didn't explain all of the increase in gonorrhea. And in fact, there was a decrease in chlamydia. So it didn't explain everything, but there is now increased testing. Okay, and lastly, I should ask you, if people want to get a test and mail to them, what do they do? So go on to sh24.ie. They did 56 thousand tests last year, 10% positivity rate and many people that access that service did not ever test before. So and it's great for young people who like the 16 year old who's worried about going to their parents or going to the GP. And so it's brilliant for that age category, but it's across all age categories. um, And we're one of the first countries in the world that that do it for everyone free. And and the nice thing with those stats, 56,000, 10% positivity, 90% reassurance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I suppose yeah. that's a, another way to look at it. Uh, Dr. Ashley Loy, who's consultant in sexual health and HIV care in genitourinary medicine at St. James Hospital. Uh, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.